everyone, welcome back to the Zero Hour with me, The Saw, and welcome to the start of our look at Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's hard to believe we've come this far with the show, but here we are, having a look at WandaVision. With Phase 4 starting, and with many parts of it being Disney Plus television series, I'm going to change the format of the show slightly. When I did Agent Carter, I did two episodes on the series, one on Season 1 and one on Season 2. In the forthcoming shows with the MCU, I will break the Disney Plus shows into two or three episodes per segment, depending on the length of the series. In this episode, each segment will cover three episodes of WandaVision. So with that explanation out of the way, let's have a look at what we're going to talk about in this segment. We're going to cover the first three episodes, filmed before a live studio audience, Don't Touch That Dial, and Now in Color. We'll discuss the plot of each episode, the characters in that episode, and listen to some music from each of the episodes. So let's start with some music with the opening theme from the first episode of WandaVision, right here on the Zero Hour. was the opening theme from episode one of WandaVision, filmed before a live studio audience, by Kristen Anderson Lopez, Robert Lopez, and Christoph Beck. Released on Disney Plus on January 15th, 2021, the show starts a mere three weeks after the events of Avengers Endgame. In this episode, we see the return of Wanda Maximoff and Vision as they recently move to a small town called Westview in New Jersey. The entire episode is in black and white and looks as though as it is set in the 1950s, and took a lot of its style and cues from the Dick Van Dyke show and I Love Lucy. The premise of the episode shows Wanda at home and Vision at his office workplace. Wanda at home meets their neighbor Agnes, who Wanda tells her that it's her and Vision's anniversary, while Vision at his workplace talks with a co-worker just before his boss tells him that he's looking forward to dinner tonight. Wanda and Vision speak on the phone, and typical sitcom confusion ensues as Vision thinks he's telling Wanda to prepare a dinner for the guests, and Wanda thinks she is preparing something special for their anniversary. When Vision arrives home with his boss and his wife, Wanda surprises the trio dressed in a nightgown and with no dinner ready. The show is very entertaining as Vision and Wanda try to hide their abilities while attempting to entertain Vision's boss, Mr. Hart, and his wife, while Wanda, with a bit of help from Agnes, attempts to make dinner for them. Eventually, the meal is ready, and as the four eat, Mr. Hart chokes on his food, and Vision uses his intangibility power to save him from choking before they leave. The episode ends showing someone watching the entire episode on a television. An old television. Before the words, please stand by, appear on the screen. Now let's listen to another song from the show with the official version of Yakety Yak by The Coasters a song that Vision sings in this episode, right here on The Zero Hour. Take out the papers and the trash 
don't tell that. Just finish cleaning up your room. You just put on your coat and hat And walk yourself to the laundry mat And when you finish doing that Bring in the dog and put out the cat Don't talk back I hear that song, I remember the movie The Great Outdoors starring John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. Not really sure why, but the movie was always one of my favorites when I was younger. So this episode introduces us to some new characters that become recurring over the series, and one character that will become very important in Wanda's overall journey going forward. So who are these characters? The first is Wanda and Vision's neighbor, Agnes, who we later learn is Agatha Harkness, played by Catherine Hahn a witch who is hundreds of years old, and a character that will come to be very important as the series progresses. We also meet Vision's co-worker Norm, played by Asif Ali, Dennis, Westview's mailman, played by Amos Glick, Phil Jones, another Westview resident, played by David Lengel, the commercial man, the man who appears in the WandaVision commercials, played by Ithamar Enriquez, the commercial woman, the woman in the commercials of WandaVision's episodes, played by Victoria Blade, Mr. Hart, Vision's boss, played by Fred Melamed, and finally, Mrs. Hart, Mr. Hart's wife, played by Deborah Jo Rupp. Right now, let's take a break to hear from this episode's sponsor, Stark Industries, and their Toastmate 2000, right here on The Zero Hour. Is your husband tired of you burning his toast? Try our new and improved Toastmate 2000. It's the go-to for clever housewives. Say, this machine has some shine. You said it. The all-new Toastmate 2000 by Stark Industries. Forget the past. This is your future. Don't forget, everyone, to rush out and get your Toastmate 2000 from Stark Industries. The commercials in the episodes were really cool, and it was something that really sold the period each episode was based on. So that brings us to episode two of WandaVision. Don't touch that dial. Here's the opening to that episode, right here on The Zero. WandaVision! 
Episode 2 introduces us to several new characters, namely Geraldine, a.k.a. Monica Rambo, played by Tayona Paris, Dottie, played by Emma Caulfield Ford, Beverly, played by Jolene Purdy, and Herb, played by David Payton. The story of the episode finds Wanda and Vision in the setting of the 1960s, and the episode is based off of Bewitched, with even the opening mimicking it. The episode starts with Wanda and Vision hearing strange noises outside their house. They prepare their magic act for a neighborhood talent show. Wanda and Agnes spend the day with the show's planning committee led by Dottie, and Vision attends a neighborhood watch meeting where he accidentally swallows some chewing gum. Wanda befriends another neighbor, Geraldine, and notices more strange things, a yellow and red toy helicopter in their black and white world, a voice on the radio that seems to be speaking to her, and a red blood stain. Thanks to the gum caught in his internal mechanisms, Vision appears to be intoxicated at the talent show and publicly reveals his abilities. Wanda uses her own abilities to make this look like simple magic tricks and fixes Vision by removing the gum. They return home and Wanda becomes visibly pregnant. When they see a strange beekeeper emerging from a manhole on the street, Wanda resets their reality to before the figure appears. The setting changes to full color as it moves to the 1970s. Now it's time for another commercial break from this episode's sponsor, the Strucker Watch, right here on The Zero. They say a man is never fully dressed without two important accessories, his special lady and his Strucker. Strucker. He'll make time for you.
That was the Beach Boys with Help Me Rhonda, the song that plays on the radio as the voice on the radio attempts to reach Wanda. That brings us to the third episode, Now in Color. Let's start with the opening theme to the third episode, right here on the Zero Hour. Episode 3 of WandaVision introduces us to Dr. Nielsen, played by Randy Oglesby, Commercial Boy, played by Wesley Kimmel, Commercial Girl, played by Sidney Thomas, and Mrs. Nielsen, played by Rose Bianco, the wife of Dr. Nielsen. In the 1970s setting, based off of the Brady Bunch, Dr. Nielsen says Wanda is four months pregnant, and everything is fine before leaving for an intended holiday with his wife. While Vision sees Dr. Nielsen out, He sees his neighbor Herb unknowingly cut through their wall. Wanda and Vision paint a nursery while debating what to name their child before Wanda's pregnancy elevates to six months. When she begins contractions, her abilities begin to move things in the house and eventually shut down the entire town's power. Geraldine arrives and helps Wanda deliver twins, Billy and Tommy. Vision catches Agnes and Herb gossiping outside. They talk about Geraldine, who has just arrived in town and does not have a home or family. Inside, Wanda interrogates Geraldine after the latter reveals that she knows Ultron killed Wanda's twin brother Pietro. Wanda notices that Geraldine is wearing a pendant with a sword emblem on it. When Vision returns, Geraldine is gone. Outside of Westview, Geraldine emerges through a wall of static and is surrounded by sword agents. And now a word from this episode's sponsor, Hydrosoak, right here on the Zero Hour. Need a break? You read my mind. Come with me. Escape to a world all your own, where your problems float away. When you want to get away, but you don't want to go anywhere. Hydrosoak. Find the goddess within. And with that, we come to the end of our first segment. We'll be back in segment two after this short break. Please stand by. (laughs) 